The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Good morning and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. Thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade Telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on Station XD TV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on Station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on Station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 230 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 p.m. on station KZJO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, channel 30 out in Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church, and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with a sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Cali for over 96 years, and our prayer tal, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923 and passed on to our late chief pastor William Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent and homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. The greatest love ever mentioned in history is when our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ became the sacrificial lamb for all mankind. This kind of love is indescribable to many, but not to the members of our church choir. Emilia Hahn will lead them in this inspirational song entitled, This Love Is Mine. 
They will be accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Rose Bahaku Carter on the organ. Please join in singing as the words appear on your television screen.
here as our church band under my leadership play this all-time children's hymn entitled, Jesus Loves the Little Children. Truly a joy to parents. In Psalms 127, verse 3, it states, Lo, children are in heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is His reward. Thank <laughs> you. 
Blessed with a voice from above is our soloist Christy Hahn. Listen as she sings a song of praise and thanksgiving to the Lord in this encouraging song entitled, Say I Do. Accompanying her will be Associate Pastor Marvin and Bing on the bass, Trusty Associate Pastor Evans Brooks Sr., and Mason Osano Sr. on the guitars, and yours truly on the piano. He walked upon our ground Face it lies Don't last so long So why his story Hanging around And why do people Stop and pray To a man that's dead and gone When I ask them They just say He's coming back To take me Walk the golden streets, say I do. Anybody here sick and tired of living like you do? Anybody here wants a hope with love forever? Say I do. And they say you will never know till you walk up to that man and you look into his eyes of love and you touch them. And if you can walk away, knowing all he died to do, that's when I'll just have to say, I guess he didn't die for you. Anybody here want to live forever? Say, I do. Anybody here want to walk the golden streets? Say, I do. Anybody here sick and tired of living Anybody here wants a home with love forever? Say I do. Anybody here wants to live forever? Say I do. Anybody here wants to walk on golden streets? Say I do. Anybody here sick and tired of living like you do? Anybody here wants a home with love forever? Say I do. Listen to the words of our choir's next song entitled, The Love of God, and try to envision the depth and strength of God's love for all mankind. Those of us who are blood-washed, water-washed, spirit-filled, and living the life we will be raptured up to will be forever with Him in clouds of glory. Are you prepared to meet Jesus in the air? Today is the day of salvation because tomorrow is not promised to us.
In this sin-cursed, devil-maker world, we sometimes lack the confidence to continue our journey with Jesus because of our shortcomings and weaknesses. We must ask the Lord for daily strength and pray without ceasing so we can be in constant conversations with Him and continue on the road of salvation. Blessed with His God-given talents in our, is our instrumentalist, trusty associate pastor, Ernst Brook Sr. Listen as he plays for us on his guitar this heartwarming and uplifting song titled, Pass Me Not.
Under the direction of Rose Bachbacher, the BA Degrees will combine their voices in this uplifting and promising song titled The Rock. Jesus will always be our rock. He's the author and finisher of our faith. It gives me great pleasure to dedicate this encouraging song to my daughter, Christy Hahn. Raising your children in the Lord and teaching them to put Him first in your lives will draw you closer to His wounded side. Continue your walk with Jesus Christy and may He continue to pour out bountiful blessings upon you and your family in this life and that to come. Have a great Sunday. Hi, and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I'd like to repeat our television time stations and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan on residing in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, 
from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles San Bernardino. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning a schedule of gospel services here in our home state of Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamaki Branch Church, located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held at Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches. The services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Landon K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Cannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections, however, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. A practicing Christian pays careful attention to those gospel details which are necessary in this daily life if he expects to be a part of the rapture when Jesus returns in clouds of glory for his very own. I am certain, television viewers, that if you are like me, you do not want to be left behind. You do not want to be counted among the multitudes who fail to acquire their salvation through the simple act of water baptism in the name of Jesus. Therefore, it would be a great gain spiritually if you took this time to partake in the reading of God's Word during the presentation of the sermon which I have entitled, Restore in the Spirit of Meekness. In the third chapter of Acts, we find the church rejoicing in the service of the King, testifying to everyone it came in contact with to join the main work of the church, which was to win souls for Jesus. Jesus, now gone home to heaven, sits at the Father's right hand until the time of His return. The Holy Spirit fell on 120 believers, and in addition to that, 3,000 souls were added to the body of Christ, as we read in Acts 2.41. Then they that gladly received His word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And others who believe were added to the church daily, such as should be saved. Peter and John attended church. 
These two men had walked with Jesus. They had seen him crucified and rejected. They had seen him rise over death, hell, and the grave. They knew he was the almighty God. Despite the fact that they received the gift of the Holy Ghost, they felt they needed to attend church, to fellowship, and fulfill that need of worship and communion with God. The sad thing today is that many who have been saved hardly attend church. Listen to Acts 3.1. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour, or about three o'clock in the afternoon. Jesus himself set the example for us to attend church, as Paul tells us in Hebrews 10.25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. And we who have been saved know the day of his coming in clouds of glory, for his own is fast approaching. The question is, viewers, what are you doing to prepare yourself to meet him at his coming? What better place to be than in the house of God? The soul is like a plant which needs water to make it grow, and our spirits need refreshing, which they receive only when we come to worship him in spirit and in truth. Listen to Hebrews 5, 13 to 14. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are full of age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Peter and John were a great team, and both had been very close to Jesus. Peter was old while John was a young man. Peter was poor and John was well off. Peter was practical and presumptuous while John was a visionary. What does this tell us? We learn here that people who are different in temperament can work well together. If first of all, they love Jesus. Therefore, we must let Jesus be first in our hearts and in all our plans. Let us read Matthew 6, 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. In other words, seek the spiritual things first, and the material things will surely follow. The gate that Peter and John passed through was called beautiful. Yes, all the beauties of God are revealed in his house of prayer. It might be just a grass shack, but if it is dedicated to Jesus, if therein his gospel is preaching demonstration of his Holy Spirit, and if his spirit fills that house of God, it is always beautiful. Surely we should attend services as much as possible. The gate is called beautiful, but nearby we find that a lame man who had been afflicted all his life was brought every day and put down where he might beg for his living. As the people passed by, why did he choose this spot for his panhandling? It was probably because the people who passed here were going to the temple, and he expected them to give more than others. There's no question the people of the world expect more from true born-again Christians. As compared with others, this man who was laying needed financial help and had sense enough to know where the best begging places were. This man represents a type of sinner who is lost. First, he was lame from his birth. The sinner was born in sin, and all his life he has been a sinner. Listen to Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, he was helpless. He could not make a living. 
someone else had to bring him down to the temple each morning. Likewise, the sinner is helpless. He cannot save himself. He cannot lift himself up to heaven by his own deeds and good works. The afflicted man never expected to walk again. He expected to continue his lifestyle of begging. Similarly, the sinner has no hope of entering heaven unless God's hand of mercy reaches down and lifts him up. The sinner's life is a dreary one too. What does he have to live for? There is no peace, joy, and no happiness in his life. His worldly pleasure is only for a season. Reading James 1, 15 to 16, Then when had lust had conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it breath, is finished, bringeth forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Spiritual death means separation from God. What did this man say to Peter and John when they passed by? He asked for money and expected to receive something from them. He had been disappointed often, as no one paid attention to him. Philosophy couldn't help him. Science could not help him. Science could explain why many things existed and how they operated, but science couldn't tell him where his sins could be forgiven. Modernism could not help him either. Perhaps it could inform him of what a good man Jesus was. It could not help him. Let us read in 1 John 1, 7, But if you walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Isn't it a pity? People are in darkness, seeking satisfaction in all the wrong places, trying out everything except Jesus Christ, and in the end, finding only disappointment. However, Jesus, still with outstretched arms, tells us in Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 to 30, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Today, this gracious invitation of our Lord Jesus reaches out to the homeless, the needy, and the sin burden of every nationality. Yes, viewers, Jesus still stands at the door of your heart, knocking and speaking. Read Revelation 3, verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Our Lord pictures himself at the end of the church age as outside the church, though not outside the true church, of course. Even so, he is still willing to be gracious to anyone who will let him into his heart. He now gives his last invitation. It is the time he calls today. And it's just about over. Time has run out. Today is the day of salvation, if you will, but hear his voice. He's the only one who can bring all of the joys of heaven and earth into your heart. I would like to digress from our sermon for just a moment or so and make time for the gospel of the kingdom of God that Jesus preached. Peter instructed those who had rejected and crucified the Lord. Listen to those instructions in Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized, 
every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Word of God also tells us in Acts 4.12, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. For he shall save his people from their sins, not in their sins. Jesus spoke of two men praying, one trusted in religion, while the other knew he was a sinner and needed a new life. Let us read Luke 18, 10 to 14. Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee, the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican, standing afar off, would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalted himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Thus we see the publican received mercy. But the religious, and I say this word in quotes, religious, man received nothing. In fact, a very great and religious man came to Jesus by night. The word says he was a devout, a religious ruler. He was a Pharisee and his religion adhered to high moral standards. He had long prayers and days of fasting. Jesus told him he must be born again. The man was shocked at what Jesus had said. However, let us read the Lord's own words in John 3, 3 to 4. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? We read in John 3, 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And in the sixth verse, he continues with, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. The second birth is a spiritual birth. It's impossible for what we refer to as the natural man to see or enter into the kingdom of God. A man can be gifted, moral, refined, educated, or rich, but being in the natural, he is blind to spiritual truth and impotent to enter the kingdom, for he can neither obey, understand, nor please God. The new birth is not a reformation of the old nature, but the creation of a new creature in Christ Jesus. The new man is Christ formed in the believer. Religion, no matter how good, cannot take away sin. Only Jesus can save us from sins. Listen to John 1.29. The next day John sees Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. Therefore, viewers, why not accept Jesus as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord, and you'll be a winner. Now let's refocus upon our message for today. Have you ever gone past a poor blind man or a crippled beggar on the street corner begging for money? You probably had some pity for that blind or crippled person, and you went back and put a coin in his cup. Well, this is what happened to Peter and John. 
reading Acts 3, 4, and Peter fastened his eyes upon him, where John said, look on us. There must have been something magnetic about Peter's voice, which made the man forget everything else and look to Peter. Moses said to the children of Israel, look unto the brazen serpent and live. In Isaiah 45, 22, we find that Jesus said, look unto me and be ye saved all the ends of the earth. For I am God and there is none else. We may look upon a mountain scene and have our breath taken away. We may look upon the ocean and realize the might and power of the great God. We may look into the starry heavens and cry out as David did in Psalms 19.1, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. This wonderful psalm starts with God and then moves on to the universe surveyed by astronomers and finally refers to God, our rock and our redeemer. The scriptural theme went from universal science to one of personal faith. We may look upon the face of one whom we love and say, God has been good to me. But oh, how wonderful to look into the face of Jesus. His face looked upon a lost and dying world and Jesus decided to give his life for that world. It was a face which made sinners repent. It was a face which loved babies, frowned upon the Pharisees, and forgave the simple woman when he said unto her, Go and sin no more. The lame man gave heed to the apostles, expecting to receive something. Yes, one looks upon Jesus, he has a right to expect something. Thank God we have something. We have hope in Christ Jesus. Let us read the words of Peter to the lame man in Acts 3, verse 6. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. There was a time when Peter did have money, for he ran a prosperous fishing business. However, he had given up all to follow Jesus, and he questioned Jesus too. Let us read in Mark 10, 28 to 30. Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all. And have followed thee. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands for my sake and the gospels. But he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time houses and brethren, and sisters, and mothers, and children, and lands with persecutions, and the world to come eternal life. Yes, saints and friends, God will bless you in this life and that to come for your generosity and all the sacrifices you have made toward his name. There are many rich people who have all the material things of the world, but materialism cannot satisfy, as it does nothing to bring happiness, peace, joy, nor hope. If you are a child of the king and have been truly born of water and of the spirit, you have riches untold. Listen to Luke 12, 15, and he, that is Jesus, said unto them, take heed. And beware of the covetousness, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. Here we find that Jesus rebukes greediness. Man told, Peter told the lame man, I shall give you something better than silver and gold in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Just think, if Peter had given him money, the money would have lasted a day. Peter gave the man something that would last for a time and eternity. He asked you viewers, if you were offered a million dollars, 
and had to make a choice between it and Jesus, what would you do? As for me and my house, we would choose Jesus and let the million go. We find Peter took hold of the man's hand and lifted him up. We read in Acts 3, 7 to 8, and he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. What a miracle indeed. It is only Jesus within who can give us strength to overcome the temptations of life. Truly, viewers, no matter how many resolutions you will make, you will surely break them. You can make many or few, but you will not be able to keep them. In order to overcome sin, faults, and shortcomings, you need the power of Jesus within your heart. After the lame man stood, walked, leaped, and praised God, where did he go then? Did he go home? Did he go to the bars? Did he go with his friends? No. He went with Peter and John to worship the Lord in spirit and truth and give him thanks for the miraculous healing he received only with the mere mention of the name of Jesus. Oh, how wonderful is that name throughout all the earth. Even the devils tremble at the mere mention of that name. Reading Philippians 2, 9 through 11, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus Every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Thus we see that the first thing this man did was to go to church. If you say you're a true born-again Christian and you don't go to church, there is something wrong with your salvation. Either you have been deceived or you are a backslider. We next read that people who were filled with wonder and amazement when they saw what had happened to this man, the best advertisement for Christianity is a changed life. When the world sees a change, it always amazes. Listen to Matthew 5, 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. The people ran up to Peter and John, looking upon them in admiration for the great thing which had been done. But Peter had this to say, as we find in Acts 3, 11 to 12. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch, that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us, as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? Peter continued as we read the 14 through the 16 verses, but ye have denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you and killed the Prince of Life, whom God had raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. And his name through faith, in his name hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know, yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Peter's exhortation and invitation can be found in the 19th to the 21st verses. Repent ye therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which was before was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God had spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. 
When the Lord Jesus Christ comes to rule and reign, there will be a wonderful rest for his people. Jesus will not return in glory until all the promises which the prophets have made by the command of God about Israel's being restored have come to pass. They have said, Israel will go back to the land of Palestine. Their country shall once more be a kingdom ruled by one who is descended from King David, meaning Jesus Christ, of course. As we read in Acts 3, 22-23, For Moses truly said unto the fathers, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren. Like unto me, him shall ye hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. And it shall come to pass that every soul which will not hear that prophet shall be destroyed from among the people. To you in the viewing audience, I ask, are you like the lame man? Jesus today offers you all that he has. He's anxious to give. Are you willing to receive? Jesus said it's more blessed to give than to receive. Revelation 22, 17 says, And the spirit and the bride say, Come. And let him that hear it say, Come. And let him that is a thirst, Come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. This is the invitation the Holy Spirit is extending to everyone. If you'd like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. To close another sweet hour of fellowship is our church band as they play this encouraging tune entitled, Be Doers of the Word.
preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.